Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. My name is Jason Newland and my website is www.jasonnewland.com And this silly singing has gone on too long. <laughs> yes. Welcome. Oh, what was that? Oh. My nose feels a bit bruised. Uh, so yeah, hey everybody, hi, how are you? Are you well? That's lovely. Oh, where are you from? Oh, that's great. What do you do for a living? Well, that sounds interesting. Oh, lovely. So yeah, I'm back. <laughs> like I've ever been away. It's ridiculous. I, I, I honestly, this is getting silly now. I'm making too many recordings. I am. I'm making too many. Is I've got this was the time now. It's half past eight in the evening. It was eight thirty-three to be precise. And I've got two recordings already waiting to be that are scheduled for later. One for nine p.m. One for ten p.m. Uh, and this will be scheduled for eleven, twelve, one, and two. You know, uh, the one with our music. At 11 and so on and so forth and it's just really weird that I think I'm making too many recordings I think I am I think maybe I need to just slow down a bit because I mean I'm oh, uh, I don't know what do you think let me know I don't know I'm confused man I'm trying to figure it out because I think in reality, in reality, there's, I mean, there's not a limited number of people to listen to me, but, well, there is, I mean, it's like four billion, but I think I might be making too many recordings for my audience. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I think I might only have five people listening. So making four recordings a day is too much for those five people. Uh, I don't know. There's something... I don't, I don't. I'm trying to figure it out. Really am trying to figure it out, but I can he. I can he figure it out because this, this, yeah, this desk is really annoying me now. I'm getting so annoyed by it. Squeaky desk. Why don't I just change, change the desk over? I could be easy. It'd be so easy. In fact, I could do it right now. Shall we do it right now? 
honestly, this is the easiest thing in the world. All I gotta do is this. Turn round. Move the microphone over here. Whoops. Sorry about that. And there we are. Although, no, that doesn't work for me. Sorry if that was a little bit bangy. The microphone fell off the stand today. Now the microphone's gone weird. I'm constantly having to tighten up the screw. Let me just make sure, yeah? Okay. So I'm listening on my headphones to make sure it's still connected. The, the screw on the... Because this microphone's got a special stand. Completely different to any other microphone. And I don't think it works very well. The stand, it came loose. Mind you, it's the first time this has happened, but the microphone fell. Luckily, it only fell to the desk, which is probably, I don't know, this, it's not high up from the desk, but it didn't let, you know, it didn't fall on the floor, which right now, if it fell, it would fall on the floor because of where I got the microphone. But at the time, I was getting the microphone ready to make a recording, and it just came off and it fell, bang, like banged onto the desk. And I thought, oh, oh, I hope it had, you know, I hope it wasn't injured. Really. But it seems to be okay. Did I say injured? You know what I mean. <laughs> damaged. Yeah, damaged. Well, it's in, you know, yeah. Makes sense to me. I knew what I was talking about, kind of. Kind of. So, that was a little bit worrying because I've, well, you know, I've, I've invested a lot into these, uh, this equipment. I don't want it to start breaking. And anyone, if if anyone, if there's anyone listening to this thinking, you know, it's not very good quality sound, go back two years and listen to my recordings. It's a lot better than it used to be. It may not be great now, but it's a lot better than it used to be. Uh, I do, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best with what I've got. And I have to. I have to use my own ears and it sounds okay to me but I, I don't know I do listen I listen back and to see if the you know if it's the quality's okay and the, the volumes I've sorted the volume you know problem out that I had for ages uh, but yeah I don't know Am I making too many recordings? That was the question, basically, wasn't it? That's the question. My furry little friend. That is the question. Who are you talking about? Who are you calling furry? 
I'm a fairy. It's a natural amount of hair. It's normal. If I was a soldier, I'm tired. I mean, literally, as soon as I finish this recording and uploaded it, or downloaded it, edited it, processed it, uploaded it, scheduled it, or scheduled it, I'm not sure I have the right way, way to say that word, schedule, schedule, it'll be time for bed, it'll be 10 o'clock. And it's weird, isn't it? Going to bed at 10, but I'm an adult. <laughs> That's a time for a child, a small child to go to bed. Nope. No, but it is. That's the time. I think 10 o'clock. That's kind of like a 13-year-old, isn't it? Like, they've suddenly allowed to stay up a little bit later because they're a teenager, like 13, 14. Stay up to 10. And weekends, maybe stay up to 11 or midnight. And the excitement of that. Well, I don't want to stay up till midnight. You can't make me. Why am I hearing noises? It's weird I hear banging. Sometimes. I don't mean... You know, ah, oh, this, without a go, I'm not, without, okay. In a couple of places that I lived before here, it was a Sunday, it was an afternoon, I think it was Sunday afternoon, maybe Saturday evening, I heard some noises coming from somewhere in the house. Excuse the pun. And I didn't know what it was. And for a minute, I thought someone was in trouble. And then it dawned on me what was going on in that room. And, I, and then, I, then I went back in my own room and I started laughing because not the fact that two people were enjoying each other's company, but the fact that people do that. And I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten that adults do that stuff. Because it'd been so long. And genuinely, it'd been such a long time, I forgot. I didn't even think that people did that stuff. I literally went out of my memory. Which I'm glad, because I didn't knock on the door and say, Are you okay? It's weird. I was like, Bly, what's gone on? What's, what's happened to me? that I would have forgotten that people, adults, like to enjoy each other's company. Company. Um, you know what I mean? So it's just strange. That's a genuine story. Genuine. I mean, it's not as exciting as a lot of my other stories. <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at... 
So what today? Today's Friday. So tomorrow's Saturday. I'm trying to get a few stocks in uh, for the supermarket, a few bits and bobs, just to sort of get me through the winter period. Um, you know, like shampoo, deodorant, toothpaste, soap, mouthwash, um, they're, they're, I suppose they're the main things as far as, uh, and I've got face wipes, wet wipes, so I'm trying to stock up, I've probably got enough for the winter with some of the other stuff, but just trying to get enough in, uh, bottled water as well, toilet paper, I've probably got enough toilet paper for the winter, or for at least to the end of the year. But I'm just thinking, what's what's going to happen this year? You know, in in my country, I don't know about you know where you're living, and there, uh, I don't normally talk about social issues. You, you know me, but this is something that just they keep going on about, and the possibility of having uh, power cuts, like purposeful power cuts, where they cut off the gas and electric or whatever for three hours a day and they're talking about like it might actually happen it's very specific as well isn't it <laughs> you know apparently it happened um, during the war or after the war something like that during the war so apparently in the past it has happened where they've done that the government so to do that during the winter, if you're going to do it, do it, do it during the summer. You know, if you're going to just plan it. So okay, we're not going to have any uh, gas available uh, for a month or for two months or for three hours. You know, gas will only be available for. Um, you know, four hours a day or in the morning, lunchtime and evening time for dinner. The rest of the time you're going to have to use electric stuff. So people will just have to cook, get electric cooker or just cook when they can and use a microwave or whatever. Just, just, you know, if it's just for like three months, over a three month period. Which not, it's definitely not ideal, is it? But not in the winter. Not when we rely so much upon the gas. I say we, the, you know, the general population, not everybody. Some people live on farms, they live in places where they have, they still have the wood burners. I mean, they still have wood burners. <laughs> which is something that was around in the, you know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, still have wood burners, can you believe it? But they're the lucky ones because they're the ones that are going to be laughing because they'll be able to keep warm. They have wood burners. I mean, blimey. I thought it was, I don't think it's even legal in parts of the country. You're not allowed to burn wood. I might have made that bit up. I don't know. 
I've been to places where they had coal still, I mean, this is a few years back, but uh, like mining towns where they still had coal and they were still uh, heating the whole house with coal burners. Like They're kind of like wood burners, but with coal. With coal, yeah. And the houses were lovely and warm. I had a friend who had a, yeah, had a beautiful house. Just, just amazing. He did it all himself. He got it all built and everything and he lived in this place where it was, they were called re, re, uh, refrags, frag, frag, not fraggle rock. Refrabricated houses. So they were basically, this is after the war. Uh, this is my understanding and these houses were made out of old aeroplanes like aluminium and stuff like that and they were basically sheds but they did the job and people uh, lived there and they were like lived on the mine they worked on the mines you know these little villages and they had a lot of these fabricated prefabs I think they called them well my my former friend actually got together and managed to get the government or the the local government anyway to rebuild the houses and to replace the fabricated with proper bricks and basically re-rebuild the whole area like the roads and everything uh, with proper houses and uh, he ended up with a lovely house it was a bungalow, but there's nothing with bungalows. My dad lives in a bungalow. I lived in a bungalow once. That is my dad's bungalow that I lived in. But I got no issues when I said it's a bungalow. I haven't got an issue with bungalows. Don't, don't be having a go at me, dear Jason. So I live in a bungalow in Belgium. So you hate everything about me? No, I don't hate anything about you. I love Belgium and bungalows. Why? <laughs> Why did you keep going on about it? Blimey. <laughs> it's an old, it's, it's not an old joke, but it's a joke. It's really, I want to tell you it, but it's not my joke. And it's, I think it's one of the funniest jokes ever. But it came, I think it was Rich Hall. I'm not going to tell you the joke, so I won't, but oh man. Let me see if it's available online. Rich Hall. Um, Let me see if it's here. I want to see. Uh, okay, right, chicken, bidipid, bam, bam, ba bam, ba bam. Hunt of under, even, nope. Okay, nope. That's no, not. I don't know where you'd find it. It might even be something that he just threw away, like a, wasn't an important phone, like it wasn't an important joke to him, but it's so funny because I used to see him so often at the comedy club. 
because he was he was just really popular. Rich Hall is an American, and apparently, the bartender out of The Simpsons, the character was based on him. <laughs> so, and he was he was in um, before he came to the UK and became like well known here. Rich Hall. Is it Rich Hall, do I say? Rich Hall? Yeah. He was in America. So he's 68 years old now. So he would have been... Wow. 68 now. So what is it? To, what year is it? 28, 68. 58, 48... 44. So he would have been like in his middle 40s when I knew him. Well, I didn't know him, but when I used to see him. Um, I think he spoke to me once, and that was a hello. I think that was it. That's as far as I got, but I saw him so often. Um, it's very, very funny. So he was a, a prominent sketch comedian in the 1980s. He wrote and performed to a range of American networks, Saturday Night Live. He won the Perrier Award in 2000 in Edinburgh using the character Otis Lee Crenshaw, which is his comedy character. So before that, he was always, he was on the comedy circuit for, I, I only really discovered him in the late 90s. But he, you know, before 2000, let's say, constantly, like you could say at least once a month he'd do a weekend at the comedy club I was at. Constantly, and he was so funny. He was really, really hilarious, hilarious. Um, Hall's first referral, he was a, he was a writer on the David Letterman show in 1980. And then he regular on Saturday Night Live for the show's 10th season, 84 to 85. Becoming it, okay. Uh, he had his own Showtime channel special, Vanishing America, in 86. So he appeared, he appeared lots of show, you know, Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, Late Show. Uh, O'Brien, David Letterman, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'll just have a look. Outside, you also he received popularity in the United Kingdom, which is what he said to you. That was like late nineties, maybe middle nineties, but I didn't, ex I didn't experience him and experience him. I didn't really get to know about him until the uh, late nineties. So he had this career in America. And then, uh, oh, he married someone from Liverpool in 2004. So maybe that's why he came to England, or maybe he met her while he was here. I, can't, <laughs> I don't care. What am I? I don't care. He made an Irish TV appearance as a guest on the fifth series of RTE's comedy program, Don't Feed the Gondolas. Um, 
he achieved some popularity in Australia because he went to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and the Adelaide Fringe. Okay, so he got got to be known there. A frequent panellist on the British panel show QI, having appeared 25 times. Uh, Oh. That's it. He published a book of... Oh. Uh, So he got his... um, Published a book, Otis Lee Crenshaw, I Blame Society, in 2007. He finished a screenplay for a film based on the book written for the di- and directed for the, uh, based on the book written for the director Mel Smith. And Mel Smith passed away. Mel Smith, 2013. So Mel Smith, brilliant, very funny. He was comedy, he, he was um, like a comedy star in the UK. And he also played Wilt. He was in Wilt, the TV show. Where's the, where is it? Come on, come on, performer. The Young Ones, 87. Unless it was the 90s, was it the 90s? Filmography. Actor. Okay, here we go. Wilt, 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 Wilt. 1989. As Inspector Flint. Who played Wilt then? It was Riskgrief Jones. It was. Okay. Who was his comedy partner? And the other day I mentioned that my, my old friend Nick Wilty used to, he wrote for their TV show. Which would have been, I'd say, early 90s. So let's have a little look what they did early 90s. Not the 9 o'clock news. Alas, Smith and Jones, 1984 to 98. That's a long time, isn't it? That's over three and a half years. Now it's 14 years. Exactly. Over three and a half years. I wonder if it says anything about... I don't suppose it's going to say who wrote for them, is it? No. That's quite... Um, I think writers... Writers for... Like comedians or, you know, sketch shows, things like that. I think that they'd be mentioned in the credits, the written credits. But quite often, I don't... Like, the stars of the shows probably don't want really it to be known that they're using writers and the writers probably necessarily don't not that bothered about being known unless they're looking to use it as a springboard I guess I guess I guess (laughs) I don't know no one's ever asked me to be a comedy writer for them (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I'm just having a little guess that it's never going to happen. Hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. But um, Mel Smith was really good. I was, I was a fan of his, 
and he passed he passed away um uh, i don't know you know as you get older um you look back kind of i'm i guess i've been influenced by television i would i'd hazard a guess that a lot of people have been influenced by television and I spent a lot of my childhood watching television because it was what was the best word one of the best distractions I could get lost in the television I'm not even sure how often I was really watching it or if I was just daydreaming or falling asleep genuinely I don't know but television was my friend all through my childhood even early 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 childhood um, when me and my two older brothers used to be in a flat on our own and I remember Saturday afternoons and we'd be there we'd be there all day on our own watching TV so we'd get to watch the TV in the morning we'd comp you know all the well, I got to watch whatever they watched, basically, because I was the youngest. And then there'd be sport on in the afternoon. And, and it's weird because I still, to this day, I can't hear the football results without, especially in the past. Um, it's not so bad now because it's more digital and it's a bit more lively. But they used to be the football results for like good old 30 odd years it used to be very similar and they'd be going like Doncaster 5 Woburn Abbey 7 Ipswich 3 Chelmsford 1 and they just get it's very the monotone and they'd go through every single one like that it'd be on the screen as well and for the next all the way through the eight, because this was in the, the, you know, early seventies, really. All the way through the eighties, the nineties, and two thousands, two thousand tens, even I couldn't listen to the football results. I had to turn it off or turn it over. But I saw it the other day, and it's it's different now. It's almost maybe I'm different. It's uh, it's a little bit more jollier. It's not so, um, and maybe I've, you know, it's been like that for a long time, but it used to be so monotone. And I know I'm not the right person to complain about people being monotone, considering possibly how monotone I am sometimes with my <laughs> boring monotone voice. <laughs> uh, I do not have a monotone voice. I can't believe you're telling me that I have a monotone voice. Why do you keep saying that I have a monotone voice when I clearly have a very expressive voice? I don't understand what you say. <laughs> I am not talking. We must exterminate. Exterminate the doctor. Exterminate. Exterminate. I'll turn into a Dalek. It must exterminate. And relax. So... Yeah. Um Oh, where was it? Wow, oh wilt. See this is I uh, 
Should I get my Wilt books? Hold a sec. Oh, before that, I'll show you this sort of thing. Right, wait a sec. Oh. Right, before I go into the Wilt books, I've been reading this book. Hypnotherapy for Pain Control A Safe and Non-Addictive Way to Relieve Chronic Pain by Jeffrey Ennis, MD I'm into page 33 and he's still talking about his own illness serious, 33 now I feel a little bit guilty because he's dead so he died from his illness he died he had, a, he had I think he had a rare neurological thing going on um, now in when I bought the book from Amazon it actually said on there it's a very in very uh, they said it's the most self-indulgent book I've ever read don't bother all he does is talk about himself now I ignored that because I thought no that's not going to be you're not going to release a book just talking about yourself if it's you know for something like hypnotherapy for pain control unless you're talking about your own pain control and how it's worked and you you know but honestly it's page 33 and he hasn't moved away from himself yet he's briefly talked about other people but he keeps coming back to his own problems so, um, history of hypnosis starts on page 89. Discovering hypnosis is page 81. Discovering hypnosis is page 81. Blimey. So, you know, he's a, I feel, so, I mean, I, I discovered it and he seems like he's a really, really nice bloke. Well, he was a really nice bloke. And he would see every, he'd always see someone. He wouldn't turn them away. This was in, uh, America, I think, or Canada. And there was, you know, everyone has to pay for their, for their, you have to pay for, for the medical care. And he wouldn't turn people away. He'd say, at the very least, get me a coffee. And he'd see them. So, you know, he was, he was a good bloke. And I realise I'm not in a position to judge someone for talking about themselves all the time. Because that's all I do, basically, isn't it? So shut up. Okay, I'll shut up. Put it there. Right. The two books... I've got three... I've got four books. Four books. On, uh... From Tom Sharp. Tom Sharp is a person that wrote, writes these books. And he wrote lots of books, actually. I would guess, and again, probably bad, but he's probably dead. Yep, died in 2013, age 85. Thomas Ridley Sharp, an English satirical novelist best known for his Wilt series, as well as Poor House Blue and Blot on the Landscape, 
all the three were adapted for television. See? Wilt wasn't adapted for television. That was adapt, was it? I don't think so. But, um, Del Boy from Only Fools and Horses, he was in Port House Blue and Blot on a Landscape. Let me just check. Port House Blue. Oh, TV show. Let's have a look. Port House Blue. David Jason. And Blot on a Landscape. TV show. No. David Jason wasn't in that. George Cole was in that one. Ah, which is quite ironic because the two, the two biggest TV blaggers, dodgy salespeople in, you know, TV shows was George Cole and David Jason. David Jason as Del Boy and George Cole as uh, Arthur Daly. Ah. George Cole was so good. I really loved him. So, okay, so anyway. So you've got Tom Sharp. He was born in Holloway. Not Holloway Prison, I'm guessing. <laughs> London. And brought up in Croydon. So he was born. He must have, he, he died at 85, so he must have been born 2013. Wow. So I'm guessing London was a lot different then than what it is now. Croydon was a lot different as well, I'm guessing. A lot less people. Um, still must have been busy, though. I'm guessing London's always been busy. It's got to be. It's just, it's just the biggest, one of the biggest cities in the world. Like, busiest cities, rather. Maybe not biggest in size, but... It's, I imagine it must have always been busy, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know what the, so look, the history of Croydon. <laughs> Blimey, this is getting even more boring than I thought. Croydon, I know Croydon, but you, I'm just going to let you know. Croydon is a large town in South London, England, that gives its name to the London borough of Croydon. It is one of the largest commercial districts in Greater London, with an extensive shopping district and nighttime economy. The entire town has a population of 192,064 as of 2011. Well, that's what, 12 years ago, so, well, 11 years ago. That's, that's under 50 years ago. Whilst the wider borough had a population of 384,837. Um, that's the wider borough, so it's the London borough of Croydon. It is weird. London's weird like that. Has these boroughs. Like Newham. The borough of Newham. And you've got all these different places. Stratford. Leighton. Leighton Stone. Uh, I don't know, different places, and there's like, it's, <sighs> confusing, confuses me. London, see, London, so, uh, bear, 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 okay, 
it was originally okay it's 9.4 miles south of Charing Cross it was originally part of the Wallington 100 what on earth is that Wallington 100 in the history county historic county of Surrey at the time of the Norman conquest of England Croydon had a church a mill and around 365 inhabitants <laughs> as recorded in the Doomsday Book of 10, 1086 isn't it weird right so they've gone from 365 inhabitants to 192,000 people let's rewind that 365 people in 1086 uh, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 so that's, that's, that's over 300 years um, so that's quite a long time and get the hang of this now aren't you yeah good so Croydon 300 <laughs> that's just such a that's a lot of people um, so yeah as weird as the, the doomsday book when you think of the doomsday book you think of doomsday like really like a almost like a really bad thing um, but it isn't it's just a great survey it's just a census, basically. It's a survey of how many people are in different parts of the country. That's all it was. Doomsday. It sounds really dark, doesn't it? Like really, uh But it's not. It's just trying to keep a track of who's who and where's where and whatever. That didn't make sense. It Croydon expanded in the Middle Ages. What are you telling us about Croydon? Tell us about Tom Sharp and the Wilt books. I will. I will. Luckily, I got them in front of me to remind me. So it expanded in the Middle Ages, became a market town, and was a centre for charcoal production, leather tanning and brewing. Um, the Surrey Iron Railway from Croydon to Wandsworth opened in 1803. And was an early public railway. Later, Croydon became a commuter town for London. Um, by the 20th century, Croydon was an important industrial area, known for car manufacturing, metalworking, and Croydon Airport. Uh, Mid 20th century, these sectors were replaced by retailing and the service economy. Which unfortunately, retailing is um, not doing so great with the internet, and the service economy doesn't do so great if there's you know, unless people have got money, because it's all about service economy is things that you pay for that perhaps you don't need, or perhaps you do need, but you can kind of do without, like restaurants and cinemas and health spas and gyms and you know things like that even education which is weird can't really do that education i mean that's why you that's why you listen to this because of the immense educational value mm, yes 
Um, yeah, so that's it. Let's go back. I can't I'm bored now. Go away, uh, sharp. <sighs> Whoa. This is interesting. Sharp was born in Holloway, London, and brought up in Croydon. Sharp's father, the Reverend George Coverdale Sharp, was a Unitarian minister who was an active in far far right politics in the 1930s wow mm. um yeah there's some other stuff it says there perhaps I shouldn't read it out Tollington Lane 2021 uh yeah, I'm going to have to move along with that song. Anyway, his father was quite right, uh, far right in the 1930s, which probably doesn't bode well. Anyway, that's his father. He's not responsible for that. He, But he did say something... He hated a certain type, certain people in a sense that he hated all corruption. So he initially shared some of his father's views, but was horrified on seeing films of the liberation of the, um, yeah, after the war. Like, so he kind of changed his, his opinion on stuff like that. Yeah, it is, that is enough definitely to wake you up to that stuff, I think. I remember seeing that at school. Um, University of Cambridge, he was sharp, was educated. The thing is, I'm, I was quite lucky because I've always had a very different, I think because I, I wasn't, I didn't grow up with my dad from the age of zero to now, if you know what I mean. There was a big gap from the ages of three months, maybe six months to just before I was seven where I didn't really know him. So, because from the age of about six months, I lived with foster parents, and then till two, and then my mum came back and got us, and then my dad rescued us from the children's home when I was about just... I literally, it was the summer of my seventh birthday. So I, I hadn't inherited unconsciously all of those um, opinions and stuff you know it didn't just go in because I hadn't really heard I don't remember hearing stuff like that I mean when I lived with the nurse with the um, the nuns I used to hear religious stuff and uh, some pretty horrible stuff actually aimed at the kids and that but I, I don't I used to hear it so when I was about seven I'd hear the adults talking and this was a very, um, it was normal for the late 70s, middle 70s, late 70s, 80s even, uh, for certain views, social views to be aired in public. Like it was just, it's what happened. And anything that was a little bit different was laughed at or, well, people got angry about whether it was sexuality or whether it was, ethnicity or religion or whatever um, 
So I kind of grew up with that, in that kind of mentality of everything different is bad or is, you know, not necessarily everything different, but I think we were quite, um, quite creative and quite uh, adventurous when it came to new ice cream. When Cornettos came out, when SodaStream came out, I, I remember thinking, yeah, let's give that a go. And everyone was up for that. So maybe we were a progressive family. But um, I just didn't really agree with that stuff. Because I, I'd meet people. I lived in a, you know, from the age of seven to leaving school. And then for a few years after that, uh, I lived in a little town. And it was, it was very sheltered from reality, like a lot of reality, um, which, uh, of living in a city. So I moved to London at the first opportunity. And then, you know, I spent, then I moved away again and I went back. And I spent about 12 years living in London. And so my whole younger years, as in basically my whole, all of my, the first 12 years of my adult life was in London. As far as I'm concerned, I wasn't an adult until probably 21. I was still a kid. I really was, I was probably still a kid even then. But when I was a teenager, I was a, te- I was just a, like a child. Um, even 18, 19, I wasn't an adult. I didn't feel like an adult, I didn't act like an adult, I didn't think like an adult. There was nothing adult about me. I was a child, I was just still a kid. It's weird, really. I was very, um, I was very backward, really, in, in a sense of even physically growing up. Uh, I just was, uh, didn't develop very quickly. Like, um, you know, when I was in first and second year high school, there was adult. I was, I had friends that were adults, that were men and women. You know, there was like fully grown, fully developed men and women. Now, I never got to see the women generally, but you know, I was, I was in the changing rooms with the men. And apart from the fact they had deep voices, I don't need to go into the rest of it. They were men. They were fully developed men, not mentally, but physically. I really wasn't. I was just a little, I was like a little child. And it's weird. I didn't, I kind of didn't care, but I kind of did as well. I remember I used to come down, probably when I was about 13, and I was just like, please let my voice, please let my voice break. And all I wanted was my voice to break. And then I wake up and my voice would, my throat would be a bit, dry you know like there so I feel oh it's broken so like that so let's say good morning said morning everyone hello everybody oh damn it it's like it was just it was more phlegm than uh, broken if you know what I mean and I don't remember when it actually broke because I've always always had quite uh, I've never had a deep voice never had a a deep voice. I never had a deep voice. So that transition from 
a high-pitched voice to a deep, manly voice never really happened with me. It gradually, I guess, became deeper, but it was never deep, never, and I never tried to make it deep. There's some people you know that the reason they got a deep voice, well, it feels to me like the reason they got a deep voice is because they forced it when they were younger. They're like, you know, and that's become over time. That's that's how they ended up talking. I adore it because they think that it's manly, tough, or whatever. I wanted to be there. I wanted a deep voice. I really did. I would say there's nothing I wanted more than a deep voice, but that would be a lie. There's plenty of things I wanted more than a deep voice, and some of those included the word deep. No, so I should look at the Tom Sharp books. Instead of looking at him, I discovered Tom Sharp in the early eighties. What? That's not right. Wait a second. There's another book. Where is it? There is another book. Because I've got the original Will book. Those are books that are follow-ons. Where's the original Will book? Will, 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 Will. That's annoying. Will, where are you? I don't know where it is. It's got to be something. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. I knew that. I'm glad I can trust it myself sometimes. I've got five books by Tom Sharp, and they're all Wilt books. So Wilt is the first one. And I'm not sure what order they go in, but... got uh, Wilt on High, The Wilt Alternative, Wilt in Nowhere, and The Wilt Inheritance. Now I read probably three of those books when I was in my early teens. I say early teens, probably, probably 13, 14 time and I discovered it and they had me laughing like really laughing out loud and it's very descriptive visually descriptive uh, Tom Sharp and I just I had them all I was a bit of a bookworm I would say was but you got five books yeah five books isn't a lot more than five books but only five of his books I like books I, I, don't lo- I love books I do I can't help it I do I love them I love looking at them I love smelling them I love tasting I love kissing them I love cuddling them I love eating them no I don't I do I love books I have since I was a kid loved 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 books and I got that book. I told you, didn't I? Did I tell you? 
Wait a minute. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Oh, where did I put it? There it is. <laughs> oh, you found it. I ordered this online. I'm pretty, I'm sure I mentioned it. This is the first book I ever had in my entire life called Jack and Ori. Jack stories. It's basically Jack and Ori books, uh, stories about different stories about Jack. There's Jack the Giant Killer. Lucky Jack, Prince Jack, Lazy Jack and Jack and the Beanstalk. So, um, this is really good quality, but it's original. 20 pence is cost. And so what year it is. Okay, so this isn't the original, but it was 1972. So, f first published 1968, reprinted 1969, and then 1972. This is the 1972 version. And I probably inherited it. Well, I think basically what it was, when I was in the kids' home, there was a jumble sale. And I've told you this story possibly anyway. But this is supposed to be boring, so I'll tell you again. There was a jumble sale, and I, I went along to see if I could grab something for myself. And they said, I said, I, I saw this book, and I've, can I have that? And they said, bearing in mind it was 20 pence new, and it wouldn't have been new, it was, it was donated. Um, and it's 1972, so, <sighs> At this time, we'll probably look at it. Uh, 1975, 76, wait, about 1976, probably. So this was already like, uh, you know, four years old or something. And the lady gave it to me. Cause I had no money. And, uh, so she'd, I, I think she said, oh, you can have it. Either that or I stole it, I'm not sure. I think she, I think she did say you can have it. And I did, and this was my pride and joy, this book. My pride. I loved this book. I would carry it around. And it's weird because I, I didn't realise how little it was because, you know, I was tiny, wasn't I? I was tinier than you imagine. I was, at six, I probably was the size of a four-year-old. I wasn't big. I was maybe not four, but, you know, I was very small for my age. And I can't tell you 100%, but I'm pretty sure I learned to read properly with this book. And I've got this... Uh, 
the rhyme is in my head. I'll read it off here, but I don't need to read it because it's in my head. Uh, I'll tell you a story about Jack and Ori, and now my story's begun. I'll tell you a story about Jack and his brother, and now my story's done. Um, it says under here, the rhyme is very old. No one knows for certain or when it was written or who Jack and Ori was. But although he couldn't tell that story, Lee Montague did tell five other stories about people called Jack in the Jack and Ori program. They're all in his book, Jack the Giant Killer, Lucky Jack and everything. But this is a BBC TV book. So... It says, as told by Jack, in Jack and Ori by Lee Montagu. So that's my, um, I've got mixed feelings about that. It's just weird. I mean, it's literally 1972, this book. It's not a reprint. It's an original, the original one. There may have been millions of these, you know. Jack and Ori was a very popular TV show. But it's very strange. That it's, it's such good quality. Such good, you know. No missing pages. It's all together. It looks like it's been... Even the sides are not really bent. Looks like it's been flat-packed in a box for the last... I mean, that's like 50 years, isn't it? <laughs> Like it's just been in a box for 50 years and then someone brought it out. Um, no, it is fraying a bit in the corner. No, actually, yeah, I just saw it. It's the bottom bit is wearing off a little bit, but I oh, wait a minute. Seven pages have fallen out. And well, I, no, I can't actually read any of it because it's black. The whole thing's just, it's just one, it's, it's basically ashes. I really should become more observant. So yeah, I used to love that book. And sometimes I'd think about it and I think, well, did it, is it true? Not the story, not the stories about Jack, but did, did I really have that book? And I can remember that rhyme and I've checked online and yeah, the line, the rhyme exists and Eventually, it kind of led me to that book, and yeah. So I've now got the first ever book in my memory that I ever owned. It's probably not the, it's not the first book I ever looked at or touched because I was at school, so I would have touched books at school, and I would have touched the Bible and living with nuns and that. So that's the first book I owned that was mine first thing that I think I owned I don't remember owning anything we used to share toys at the, you know, in the children's home we'd have like a room with some toys in it and we'd share them I think we really had a chance to keep stuff for ourselves that's my memory I mean not, not sure if it's right or not but Jack and Nori it's weird because I've got that book and my oldest book that I had since 90, ooh, 93, maybe 92, which is my, um, book, a book of the Buddhist, Buddha's teachings. 
and that's the only book that has survived my all the different transitions and places I've lived and moved and all the different times I've been homeless and whatever that that stayed with me it's the only book that's survived the journey you know and I've still got it now so that's what is that 30 30 odd years 30 years yeah 30 years I've had that book it might be 92 93 even 92 or 93 I would say and I had quite a nice collection of Buddhist books Zen books Taoist books you know it's a nice collection and then I sold them before moving to I think before moving to either Ireland or Butlins I'm not sure ah that's a good question so I'm just thinking to myself now anyway I'm going to go so these if you ever do like fancy reading a I think they were funny Tom Sharp his name is T-O-M-S-H-A-R-P-E and the books are basically Wilt W-I-L-T and I just think it was funny um okay this is critical responses someone Michelle Michael Durder said in an interview Tom Sharp is very funny but exceptionally vulgar crude and offensive many view him as Britain's funniest living novelist most people feel that his first two novels set in fictionalised South Africa are his best Righteous Assembly and Indecent Exposure oh okay that, obviously that's not Will is it uh, someone else wrote that sharp humorous techniques naturally derive from his fundamental approach which is that of the furious fucker not sure what that means who compounds anger and amusement and his dialogue is deft and more restrained than his characterizations which sometimes is mere caricature actually also oh well all I can say is they're funny I need to check that righteous assembly and indecent exposure and then porterhouse blue so they were at Porterhouse Blue. So they were all in the 70s. Wilt didn't come out until 76. Then 79, The Wilt Alternative. Wilt on High, 1984. Wilt in Nowhere, 2004. And then The Wilt Inheritance, 2010. I've literally got all of the Wilt books. All five of them. There was a fifth, but it is Wilt in Triplicate, which was basically the first three books all in one go and then 2004 and 2010 he wrote more books blimey isn't that interesting 
Why do I think in indecent exposure is something that I've heard of? No. Set the sequel to Righteous Assembly, the author's development. Alright, I might have to check them out because it looks like they'd be funny. So, I'm gonna go now. Gonna go. Thank you for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Remember to be gentle with yourself. Just be gentle. Give it a go. You might like it. Yeah, just be gentle, man. Just, just chill out if you can. If you can, give it a go. Just relax. Take it easy. And I shall return again. Probably tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Lots of love. Bye. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely. Let go.
kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself.
let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind 
to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 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 be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
to yourself. Let go, relax completely and be kind to yourself.
let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Thank you. 
let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 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 
be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and 
be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 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 be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely.
and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
Let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 
be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and 
be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 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 be kind to yourself.
let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 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 be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely. 
gently. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself.
Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Twenty. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and 
be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself.
let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, 
relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, 
relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 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 be kind to yourself. Thank you.
let go, relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Eight. 
let go. Relax completely. And be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 
to yourself. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, 
relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go. Relax completely. Be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, 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 and 
to yourself. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, be kind to yourself.
let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Let go, relax completely, and be kind to yourself. Relax your eyes.
relax your eyelids. Relax your tongue. front and sides of your neck. your right shoulder
Relax your left shoulder. Relax your upper arm on your right arm. Relax your left upper arm. your left elbow. Relax your right forearm. Relax your right wrist.
relax your left wrist. the back of your left hand. the palm of your left hand. your small finger on your right hand. 
relax your small finger on your left hand.
next fingernails on your right hand.
Sim.